another episode of It's Over Broadway. It's Over Broadway. Yeah. Just the girlies did, today. Did you get that? It was pretty quiet. <laughs> we're trying levels. We're, tra- we're, we're not going to be at a 10 all the time. We talk we talk a lot about people being at 10s all the time. And that's not acting. And that's not acting. <laughs> acting, acting is levels. Levels. Famously. Vocally. I always loved in acting classes when they were like, you need to give us levels. And then people took it literally and they were like, crouch on the floor. <laughs> N- nothing makes Squatting. me happier. Squatting. Wow. I can't believe we didn't talk about how much Judas squats in Juice Crew Superstar. Mitch cut that. <laughs> Mitch, we need. He is doing levels. <laughs> oh, I was. I, we also didn't talk about his insane um, Bambi running through the desert <laughs> in his death scene. Just like he's so dusty. I so dusty. The level of dirt and grime on those people. I know. Cut all Scrape this. Scrape it off of them. <laughs> actually, Disgusting. actually cut this and, and then put it put, in. splice it into the episode. <laughs> just drop it in somewhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you can't tell, we literally just finished recording that episode. <laughs> just the girlies today. No hey. guests. Um, this week we mm, we are talking about edges, a song cycle. We really scraped the bottom of the barrel for this one. And it's not our fault because Connor and I knew we were going to be recording two episodes this week. It's and we true. knew that um, we would be recording Jesus Christ Superstar, which has already been released. Yes. And we knew that it was going to be like, we were going to be absolutely feral on that episode. And 100%. We, it would wipe us out. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? Let's do a nice one act. Right. To kind of like chill, a, a chill vibe recording. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let me Google one act. And then it said passion. I'm like, passion, perfect. A one act. Yeah. Let's do that. Come to find out. (laughs) Passion is not a one act. It simply has two acts. It's two hours long. It's two hours long. Two hours long. And I do love that passion has like a full recording. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Not two hours. (laughs) Not for what I need right now today. Right now? I, I am wiped from talking Jesus Today Christ Today what I need is a song cycle. A song cycle. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. And here we are. We're talking about a song cycle, baby. By our The first faves. time we've talked about a song cycle? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I think so. Wow. I think we've done a song cycle wow, before. Wow, breaking new ground. And I am going to make you tell us what a song cycle is just as soon as you give us those facts and figs. Slow on the drum. Ooh, caught him off guard. I know. <laughs> So some facivist. That's a fucking that vibe. A good vibe. I'm vibing now. Um, Edges, a song cycle, or new song cycle, I didn't write it down, uh, has music and lyrics and book even. And book even. By the ones, the, the onlys, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. Not Benj. Benj. Don't, don't support that. Ben, I think it's beyond do you wonder, I almost wonder if it's like Benji or something like that. And he just it's spells like it like an asshole. He said, I don't want to be associated with that stupid dog. Call me Benj. <laughs> Eat shit and die. Stupid dog. That's like people who insist on being called Topher. I'm sorry. Listen, you are not no, special. I'm not doing that. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm doing that. Can't do it. I simply will not. Um, and I'm still mad that uh, Justin's name is not Paul Paul. <laughs> Paul <laughs> I'm Paul. incredibly angry about I it. I wish. <laughs> so this musical or this song cycle, which, by the way, a song cycle is a group or cycle of individually complete songs designed to be performed in a sequence as a unit. <laughs> Thank you. I do have a, a sequence. A Bachelor of Journalism. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this was their very first show they ever wrote. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> You like my Perfect friend. Accent. Thank you. I am in Paris. Um, 
the very first thing that they, they wrote it uh, while they were still at Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, because they were Michigan girlies, obviously. Oh, obviously. Um, they wrote it when they were 19, and you can tell. Uh, so the original production was performed in 2005, and then ever since that, they've um, this song cycle has become like a darling of regional theaters, um, colleges, high schools, anything um, where you have a lot of people who are uh, looking for roles, you know. (laughs) People who are looking for roles. (laughs) Famously. Uh, But it's never been on Broadway. It's never been off Broadway. We are really off the beaten path here. Mm -hmm. Um, And it did actually win an award technically. Uh, It won in 2005 the Jonathan Larson Award, which Mm -hmm. is a $20,000 grant from the estate of Jonathan Larson that's given to, like, up-and-coming musical theater talent. Um, And the, like, brief and (laughs) barely a synopsis (laughs) for this show, um, Edges is a song cycle about four burgeoning adults asking classic coming-of-age questions. Uh, written by Tony-nominated Benj Pasek and Justin Paul in their sophomore year at the University of Michigan, this charming, witty, and honest examination of adulthood explores what happens when we are teetering on the edges of our lives. You ever heard of Reality Bites? <laughs> this is that, but the Correct. musical. Correct. <laughs> Holy fuck, Winona wishes. <sighs> this is this song cycle is basically, as I said, off mic. Twenty something on We the musical. Yeah, it's. I think you should be listening to this every day until your thirtieth birthday, so that you feel so good yeah. about leaving your twenties behind. No longer being a truly. I texted Connor and was like, "This musical is making me so grateful that I'm not twenty anymore. <laughs> like that I'm not in my twenties at all in yeah. any way yeah. anymore. Like just." <laughs> Every song made me want to peel my skin off. It, like I said, it is incredibly evident that every song is written by a 19-year-old. 100%. And I am unafraid to admit, and I will say this with my full chest, had I heard this song cycle when I was 21 That's or 22. Oh, I. You would have made it your personality. It would have <laughs> ruined me. Mm-hmm. You'd have been a worse person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. And same. It, and like, same. Yeah. Like, it, but I know that if I had heard this, it, mm-hmm. it would have destroyed everything about me. Yeah. And 1,000%. I would have made it like I would have been obsessed. Yeah. This podcast would never have happened. Never. I would have been a Michigan girlie. <laughs> if I'd heard Basic and Paul's Edges of Song Cycle, I'd have been a Michigan girlie. I would have been a Michigan girlie. My whole life would be different. So I'd be on true. Broadway I right now. I would be on Broadway. <laughs> And I would have gotten there by singing the Facebook song. Exactly. <laughs> All I would four have parts. gotten there by singing perfect. Um, oh my God. I have thoughts on that, by the way. Which one? Perfect? Perfect. Okay. Well, hmm. so. It's not the first song, so we can not talk about it yet. But Yeah. Um, I, my thing is like, you can already start to see like the seeds mm-hmm. of everything mm-hmm. that Pasek and Paul has gone on to do mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. So many references to social media. Dear Evan Hansen was waiting in the wings. So many references. Waving through to a window, even. <laughs> Can anybody hear him? <laughs> tap, tap, tapping on the glass. Um, and so many references, so many baseball references. Baseball These two are obs- obsessed with baseball. Also, you are theater kids. Shut the fuck, shut the fuck up. up. <laughs> also, why is every other song a breakup song? What the fuck are you people exercising? Here's the thing. They weren't getting the parts they wanted and they weren't getting laid. That and is, that's, they decided to write this musical. And that is literally what the Wikipedia says. They yeah. were like, un, like unsatisfied. Unhap- unsatisfied with the parts they were getting yeah. and like 
like not getting they wrote this and it's giving like we went to uh i'm, I'm just gonna throw a name out there um talking horse Productions. yeah 100 and they were like blue down the musical blue down the musical yeah yeah except now they're millionaires yeah um which is incredible uh, Good for them, honestly. Yeah. And as we have come to find out, this song cycle is like a darling of unknown musical uh, theater. Of unhinged people. Um, I have to say that they their reaction to not getting parts was probably better for their careers than our reaction not getting parts, which was just getting drunk and crying with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see how that really worked out well for us. Honestly. Well, we're better people than we would have been. That's frankly. true. But we also have a podcast. And that means we're famous. <laughs> <laughs> we're stars in our own way. Correct. <laughs> to ourselves. Um, okay. Let's start at the top. Not that there's really a need to go in order, I don't think, but let's try. And also, I realized as, like, this... because So we both watched a production that was filmed in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, The Lyric Theater, The Lyric Theater, and... Uh, because it was the only full production that was on YouTube. Said now we're 10, I said, that must be it. Let's go, baby. That's it, baby. Um, And thank God for that, honestly. Truly. Because you cannot than, find the soundtrack. No, not at all. And then um, it's nowhere to be found. Um, the only way you can watch it is th- via through like individual performances, mm-hmm. which um, I think is maybe not the worst thing. No, not at all. But as I was watching it, I because I was like I had the like the musical theater international like page pulled up so mm-hmm. that I could like follow along with the track list. Yeah, this. Um, Song Cycle has a lot of songs. Like, I think it's 22. Yeah. But it seems like you can kind of, like, pick mix and, and match and p- pick and mm-hmm. choose. Because there were a lot of ones that are in the Song Cycle that they didn't perform. Yes. I Like, the the lyrics page that I was looking yeah. at said additional songs. And they had a couple on there like yeah. that they sent. And also... Now I am using a lyrics page, which famously is the Wikipedia of lyrics. So of powered by the people. But it did seem like this musical, like the listing of the songs was different to the song cycle. And I wasn't sure if you can just kind of pick and choose the order of the cycle. I mean, there's not, there's no plot. There's no rules. Each each song has like its own individual story that it's telling. Mm -hmm. But it's Um, a vignette. It's not, it's got a beginning, middle and end. It's not not helping tell a story through other songs. Exactly. Which I think, mm, I think maybe Passigan Paul took that to heart a little too much because I do feel that that can be seen throughout their later works, which oh, yeah, are absolutely. technically not song cycles and the songs should relate to one another. Yeah. But they are very, I think if you think about Dear Evan Hansen, oh, it's yeah. very song cycle-esque yeah. in the sense that like every song is different. Mm-hmm. It is its own story like and then we're done. And it doesn't, there's no musical motifs bringing everything together. Absolutely. There's no blending of songs. There's no overture. We were just talking about overtures and um, giving people musical themes. Yeah. I think they were like, oh, this song cycle was really successful. That's how you write a musical. That's how you write a musical. Like, I mean, no shade to them. They yeah. are simply very wealthy right. and like very <laughs> successful now. They have a movie and a Tony and good Multiple for them. Movies even. They go off. I love that for you. Yeah, um, they yeah did, they, um, they've done work in television. Yeah. I had no idea they wrote A Christmas Story. Yeah. Um, and James and the Giant Peach. And, and they James also and the did um, uh, Greatest Showman. And Greatest Showman, yep. Um, and Dogfight, which we've covered. Dogfight. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they're very prolific, but yeah, I absolutely. do think I do think that they really internalized song cycle. And that is how they yeah. write songs. I oh, really absolutely. feel. Um, but good also, or bad, who cares? As we were talking about earlier off mic, 
that is also kind of like the oeuvre of or like not the oeuvre uh, however i'm like burping because of the seltzer at the same time as i'm trying to say this well that's very french of you actually honestly um but it's like very much the mo of like modern musical theater 100 Um, the pop musical has kind of gotten rid of like your musical motifs Mm -hmm. and your themes that come through Mm -hmm. it's very that's very much a mid-century uh musical 100 percent. i think um sensibility yeah i think the pop musical has said like you need to <laughs> they watched joseph and the amazing technicolor dream Coat, yeah. and they were like you should have a song from every genre of music correct <laughs> <laughs> they're like you will be doing reggae you will yes. be doing french noir yes. you will be we're doing, doing a western country. number <laughs> um no but they are like very uh Separate. I think there. I think yeah. a lot of times in musicals nowadays, it's very distinct. There's not a lot of blend. Yes. Um, yes. I think Hamilton is maybe the exception. Um, I also would would say that um, Lawrence O'Keefe of mm-hmm. Heather's. Yeah. Heather's is very like a cohesive oh, yes. mm-hmm. um, putting it together. Yeah, yeah, putting together the pieces. Um, so it it's not like completely foreign no, in no. modern musical it's not, theater, but it's like not completely abandoned. But no. I would say it's not as prevalent as it used to be. It's not like the main right. uh, modus operandi. Oh, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so let's. I, what I also think is very funny is that this is very twenties on we, written by nineteen year olds, written 19, by people who are were, not in their twenties yet. Absolutely, were not living their twenties, right. but have somehow very accurately captured. Yes. I mean, I do think there is an interesting transition of <clears throat> college being baby twenties, right? Yes. Like, correct. There's a line. Um, I think the song is. I don't remember what it's called, but it's the song where they're like, our lives are so much better than theirs. Oh, it's the yeah. guy and the girl. The guy and the girl. They, I think, went to a high school reunion. Yeah. Um, some fun transphobia in that song. Uh, oh, I didn't even notice it. And they're like, Louis? Oh, you mean Louise? <gasps> and then, like, cackle. Truly psych. And, like, does, like, a boobs motion. Psycho. Um, we wow. love 2005. A different 2005, time. 2005, truly. Uh, remember, this is when you could say gay as a slur. That's and true. we drank Mountain Dew. Yeah. That was 2005 culture. I love it. Every <laughs> single, every single, um, like, couple in this show is heterosexual. Yeah. Loved it. I think they made a gay joke in Facebook on the Facebook mm-hmm. song they in did the it show that we did. But like that was the only reference. Yeah, there's to uh, gay men. <laughs> the the line there's a line in in that high school whatever song mm-hmm. or the high school reunion song where she, he's like so they do this whole bit about how their lives are so much better right, than everyone right, right. they went to high school with and then obviously the joke on them is he's like. She's like, okay, let's go get some dinner, but you have to buy because I'm fucking broke. And he's like, I actually just overdrafted my account. So right. let's go to um, Chop House or whatever. It, like the, yeah. um, or not Chop House, but it's like a very specific Atlanta mm-hmm. to go. It's like Southern. Um, checkers. It's like checkers, yeah. but not so, not so national. Oh, okay. It's it's very, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was like, oh, okay. That's true. Like. I very much felt that in my 20s. I mm-hmm. was always negative. I was always overdrafting. Oh, yeah. Always like, yeah. Always like, well, I'll take an Uber and it won't hit my account until tomorrow. So I can get away with taking it now, even though I'm negative $30. I remember you telling me that when I, we first moved to the <laughs> city. Top. Like, yeah. literally, Skin. I remember sitting in Hotel Groton <laughs> and you being like, well, I'll take the Uber and it'll be through PayPal and it won't hit my bank account until yeah. tomorrow and I get paid tomorrow. So it'll be fine. So it'll be fine. <laughs> 
Psycho. Um, I'm very financially literate, actually. It's great. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay. But I also experienced a little bit of that, like my junior, senior year. Oh, yeah, of, absolutely. Of college where we would be like, let's go to the bird for two for one apps. Right. I have $10 in my bank account. I can mm-hmm. I can overdraft by like 10 cents. Right. It'll go through and I'll pay the $30 yes. on the 10 cents so I can get these half price apps. Yeah. Getting two for one apps and then bringing <laughs> ha- the get eating one at the Berg and then bringing the other one home for dinner yeah, tomorrow night. Exactly. <laughs> so that was very much the I'm like, OK, I do understand how you can write for a little bit of your early 20s yeah. when you're still like, I mean, 19 is the edge of 20, Absolutely. right? You're on the precipice. But I famously, did think it edges. was <laughs> famously. Um, I thought it was a very it's so funny that they were writing 20 year old psychotic on we because really you're still living like you're in college i feel for the first five years of your 20s oh correct absolutely you're just living in filth and sin yeah always oh all the time (laughs) disgusting literally like yeah i don't know god i don't miss my early 20s (laughs) no i'm gonna be 30 in a couple of days Mm -hmm. like it's fine and congratulations thank you um (laughs) i have come to terms with it i will lower myself into my own grave (laughs) but like i i don't miss that time period of my life when i was like i couldn't pay couldn't do anything Literally. Could not do anything. Could not do anything because I I was just trying to live. Yeah. Like survive in Uh the city. Like I think about like this means this is literally nothing. But I think about like the like people who are out here like being TikTok influencers and Uh they'll be like, I'm 23 in the city and these are all the things I'm doing. I'm like, I literally. You had too many brunches. I had no money for that. I I literally could not. I was like living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. I was lucky if I could make rent. Mm -hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. I took babysitting jobs that paid so little, paid like $10 an hour, and they were an hour and a half gig. Because I was like, well, it'll pay for a train for a week. Right. Or it'll pay for the train for the day. And I can get a little, and I can eat while I'm at their house. Exactly. Like, I made so many English muffin, one slice of American cheese, one egg sandwiches. Oh, Lived on them. Listen. Lived on them. Listen. That I did not pay for. I oh, yeah. absolutely snuck them out of the children I was watching. Absolutely. Houses. So like I, I just like think about that and like also the fact that um, <laughs> incredibly depressed and was not able to afford therapy or like medication mm-hmm. and I like just yeah. that whole period of my life was just bad. Bad. It's bad to be twenty. It's bad to be twenty. There's so much like discourse and I think every generation does this where they're all like. in their 20s terrified of their 30s yes but they're very like it just seems like i feel like gen z is now having this moment where they're 22 and they're like oh my god being 30 seems awful there's nothing to look forward to in life and i'm like babe i would not switch places with you for the world right not for not for love or money like i think about so happy to be 30 i know i think about it in terms of like the fact that everything right now like i've gotten to such a place where i can do all the things that i wanted to do when i was 24 Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I can afford it now. Yeah. I can go out. I can go to dinner right. for no reason. So just today I was talking with uh, Rose about this restaurant. She went to this Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, like around Spring Street. 
called Asteria Marini. It's very good. Go off. Anyway, I like responded to her Insta story and was like, oh my God, this is, it's like, I love this restaurant. It's so fucking good. And yeah. we were talking about it today and I was like, that was the first place that Mitch and I went on like a nice date. Yeah. Like we both were like, okay, we're going to get dressed up. We're going oh to God. go to dinner. We're not going to look at the prices. We're going to order what we want to eat. We're going to split a bottle of wine. Like it's okay if we spend $200, if we drop $200 yeah. on this date because like, we're doing like this is us being adults I and we're like it. doing a thing for ourselves but like that took a long time oh, to yeah. get to and we were fully still broke like we put that all on a credit card and oh, then yeah. paid it off with a student loan later um <laughs> so we will be paying interest on that until we are dead uh, <laughs> or the system collapses it was worth it <laughs> thank you for the grappa <laughs> thank you for the grappa <laughs> but but yeah like i don't ever want to be yeah i one time in the city I was babysitting on the Upper East Side. I was broke as hell. Mm -hmm. Like literally had negative, had a maxed out credit card and had forgotten that my Metro card didn't have any money on it. And I thought that I was going to get money at the babysitting gig. And the mom was like, oh, I forgot to get cash. Do you mind if I just pay you on Monday? And me being unable to um, advocate for myself well, or, or admit that I was crushingly broke right. was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was just like milling about the 96 Q street street station because I was in an area where I'm too white and too clean to ask for a swipe. Right. Like no one's going to give me a swipe. They're just not going to do that. Right. And I fear authority too much to jump the turnstile. Of course. And so I was just like in tears in a subway station. Like, how am I going to get to Brooklyn? Right. And then I did my classic Uber on a PayPal trick <laughs> and got myself home. But like Uber on a PayPal. I, I lived under such like purely self-constructed terror. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If I just behaved like a normal person and had like one savings account, I would have been <laughs> fine, but I refused to do that and was like, oh, good, I have money. I'm going to spend it all right now today. Right now. <laughs> Literally the second I like got paid. The minute it's I in was my like, grubby little hands, the minute I'm buying a my, sandwich. I'm buying, I'm going to Elmo's, I'm buying a sandwich, yeah. and then I'm going to Marie's and I'm blowing all of all my of money, money on drinks. I could buy groceries, but instead I'm going to order in four meals and now I'm broke until I get paid and again. And now I'm broke until I get paid again. <laughs> Listen. And that's what this song cycle's about. Yeah, exactly. I sorry. love that. We detoured hard. I'm yeah, so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Mitch was like, this was supposed to be short. We are 20 minutes in. You've not talked about one song. Sorry. It's fine. Well, we're talking about the vibe of the show, so technically. It is the vibe. Um, okay, so I do think Become is supposed to be kind of like a yeah. a big song. Oh and it, it's the first one on my list. Yeah, the and um I did I wrote down one lyric and it's I'm afraid to be me, gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> Derogatory. I wonder if this is before or after Benj Pasek came out. Or is Paul the one that who, I can't remember? Who is the one who is gay? One of them is gay and, and <laughs> is single, and the other is married and has a child. No way. Yeah, to a, a woman. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Did you think that they were also husband and husband? I just assumed they were both gay. This is the thing In about... much the way I assumed it, Evan Hansen was gay. I was going to say, this is the thing. Everybody <laughs> assumes that these two are just like the gay... It's because it's two men. Yeah. And it's what I'm Men doing. Men can't be friends anymore. If no, you are a man and a man, you we are married. Yeah. You are husbands. It's actually what I'm doing as an ally to the community yeah. to um, just subvert uh, the standard. And I just assume you are gay until proven straight to me. Think, and I've, that's just how I'm. And that's because I'm an ally. I have always <laughs> lived by this. And I'm always disappointed. <laughs> 
and I'm always crushed to discover crushed. heterosexuality. Um, it sucks. Okay. Um, okay. Pasek is gay, okay. and Paul is married, has a wife, and a daughter. The man whose name is Benj is gay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of you're, course Oh, we should have been able to clock that I from a mile away. I known. A stupid nickname, of course. <laughs> we get it. You're different. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh my God. It's tough to be white and gay, right? Yeah. It's hard. I've heard. <laughs> Wouldn't know a thing about it. <laughs> Not for me. I'm straight and Catholic. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> we are God, talking about, it's we are talking about a musical in 2005, so. <laughs> um, it's very, uh, be more chill vibes. A thousand percent. <laughs> in terms of the era yes (laughs) okay so which which brings me to my ninth point um the song perfect (laughs) the song perfect which i've been thinking about since i saw it and i've been i've like been psychically disturbed by it's it's like it's giving battered woman syndrome Uh, this woman's being abused yeah but it's played as though she's crazy she's crazy this is gaslighting the song yeah 100 percent. it's so Unhinged, and it's so 2005. And it, it upsets me. And it is also, you know, like the spring, the again, the beginning of the seeds of just the way that they would write women. The way that they write shows. women, which is bad. Bad. Um, they. It's bad. I, I don't they, know what they have against women. Have they, have they met just, a woman? Just because they don't <laughs> one have. One of them is married to a woman. One of them is married to a woman. So we have been told by Wikipedia, which I assume is canon. <laughs> Wikipedia is famously canon. <laughs> um, so I was. A little like hesitant at first, mm-hmm. but the the first stuff is could just be anxiety, right? It's true. I don't know enough. Don't really get the stuff they say on CNN. Right. I'll work. It's so much smarter. I can she, try harder. When she said that, I was like, "quote Too dumb to understand the news. <laughs> too dumb to understand news media." Um, okay, but then she gets into th- this is the this is where it took a turn for me, and I was right. like, "This woman, this is a cry for help." Listen, you are right. My friends were bad for me. Thank God you helped me see how fake they are. I know and look just like you said I should. I cut them out for good. I should have done that long ago. That is a classic abuse tactic. Yeah. Cutting you off and isolating you from your friends and family by telling them they're bad for you. You are being abused. You are a battered woman. That's fucked up. I, I, I was, never, I didn't even clock that lyric. The woman was too stunned to speak. The woman was too stunned to speak. I, then I like like ears perked up, oh, cocked yeah. my head like a dog like, and was yeah. like, uh, okay, I'm listening. So then she's like, I can be perfect. I can be perfect for you. And I'm like, right. I'm concerned. This is scary. And then he very clearly like is undercutting her and negging her and like breaking up with her. And right. she's like, no, I need you. Like, I, I don't, I can't be alone. Yay. Of course. He's cut you off from everybody you love by telling him they're bad. But she oh is God. playing but it she, crazy. Yeah. She's being played off as if she's the problem. Yeah. Like, Oh, it this it like psychically damaged me. I'm just not gonna recover. It's insane from that because it's very clearly not a song about a woman who's being a, no. like emotionally abused. It is a song about a woman who is crazy, right? And is like, I can be perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not the bad guy in this scenario. Not at all. Benj Pasakis. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, so then at that point in the musical, I was like, I'm not sure yeah. that I am cool with this, but it's fine. They, they didn't really have any more like completely they, crazy. They did. So I, I, the production that we watched, I liked that they made this choice um, in the I Hope You Die song. Yeah. That's supposed to be sung by a man. Uh, about a woman and I was really happy that they 
gave it to the yeah. um, other woman to yeah. sing about a man. Because a man singing, um, I, hope I hope you, you get die. date raped and like date raped and drugged. Yeah, tough. Yeah. Tough to hear coming from Hard a man. Hard to hear. Tough to hear coming from a woman. To yeah, be quite honestly. frank with you, but a man would have really left a sour taste Listen, in my mouth. It was. They made the right choice on that. They fully did. And again, I just think like we're elevating this and we're like letting mm-hmm. this be done regionally like i do think you can say okay that was very clearly of a time either yeah. cut the song or cut that line. like you rewrite the line right i'm sorry rewrite the lyric right it's not right it's That's, h- you cannot say i hope you get date raped and drugged yeah you can't do that in yeah no you could i don't think you should have been able to do that in 2005 no like and i get it like the whole song is supposed to be very tongue-in-cheek i hope you die i hope you get hit by a car i hope you get hit by a bus it's somebody just being mad about their ex i don't know why the line like why i'm fine with someone saying i hope you get hit by a bus is fine but that's comedy that's very funny to be hit by a bus (laughs) as mean girls proved as we have talked about on this podcast comedy is when you cross the street and then all of a sudden get Smacks you. you. That is comedy. <laughs> that is high camp. And then you're just flat standing around. We love a flat standing. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but then someone being like, I hope that you suffer assault and serious mental trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I don't like that. No, nope. like that. We're not okay with that. You don't put that out in the world. No. That, you can't take that back. No, 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 no. That's no. bad for you. Don't say it. That's bad juju bees. Ju- that's a no. No, no. No. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, we okay. don't say we don't say the the name Candyman around here. <laughs> uh, also, just so many like the the costuming in the production that we watched was so two thousand five. Oh my god! To I me, know. I know. At one point, a woman is wearing a blazer and a scarf. She's but like the insane thing is that this production was in two thousand sixteen. But they were like, we're doing. Yeah, we're doing. We're doing the 2005. Yeah. There is a mid calf boot there for oh, sure. Oh, a thousand percent. And that is technically early 10s, but still. I'm trying to find this. Our lives are so much better, and I can't. I will admit, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> it was really wild. It was really wild, and it's such a 20s theater kid song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a. You bullied me and look at me. Look I'm at me. fucking thriving in New York City and you're a little pissant who still lives in our hometown. Right. And it's like, it's just very 20s, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's just very like, you. one day you'll grow up and you'll go, we're all selling our labor under capitalism. Nobody is Nobody thriving is here, thriving. baby. Nobody is thriving. <laughs> I will say, though, as someone who did skip their high school reunion uh, this well, past course. year, I totally get it. Well, there's no reason you need to go. No, of course not. <laughs> but it is very... Um, and do you want to know why I skipped it? Oh, tell me. A little engagement party. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, the right choice. Correct. <laughs> the day that I found out the date and I looked at my calendar, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I can't. I can't. Oh. <laughs> oh, what was the song? Oh, Perfect Day or Pretty Sweet Day. 
Oh yeah, that's just dudes being guys. The dudes rock. Dudes rock. This dudes is, rule. In every Pasig and Paul musical, there has to be a song where two dudes are singing about all the adventures they're gonna do in yeah. a day. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna have a fucking kick-ass day. Here's what we did. Yeah. It's, this is for forever, but make it song cycle. The, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's and and it's happier too because it's just guys being. It's the, real. It's, it's real. Not a sad and imagination. It's, it's, it's not a person not a lying to a dream. Dead kid's parents <laughs> um so they're like talking about how they go to the jersey shore and um and like, also checking out the hotties to- drinking stellas, stellas all day 2005 I love 2005 it. culture is drinking stellas <laughs> i still drink stellas but do you say stellas yeah i usually if i go up to the bar i'm like hey can but i get you're a not stella like, i spent the day drinking stellas no of course. No, that's go- like oh god no. No, no 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 are you kidding that'd be crazy yeah that would be crazy yeah um, and then they and then they're like a child. mean to a child. They're like, <laughs> Santa's not real. <laughs> you little fucker, Santa's yeah. not real. I'm like, oh my god. It's um, very funny. No, this song is just dudes rule. They poison a bunch of birds with fun dip um, and watch them shit rainbow or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough to hear. Um, well, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's dudes rock. It's dudes rock. It's dudes rock. Dudes and I rock love the that. song. Guys being dudes, dudes being guys. It's fun. It's a good time. Um, I love a song uh, in a show that ends with a very badly choreographed toast. Yeah. Like, cheers. <laughs> and then you have to, like, hold it. And it's, like, awkward because, like, you missed. <laughs> so, like, their, your arm is on top of their glass and you just have to, like, hold that until the lights go down. I love it. I, it's incredible. one of my favorite choreography moments. There's what's the song where the woman is singing by herself? It's like kind of the night. It's a it's kind of nighttime. One of oh, the lying li- there is that is that lying the there? one where she's like singing about her the man that she's there and she's like I wish I loved you which but is I different don't. than actually y- loving you. Yes. Um, oh yes, it is. You have brown eyes and I love brown eyes. I love how you're tall. Love how you're six feet tall. I love how we question if God's really there and how we hate Christmas time at the mall. Oh, my God. On paper, we're great. Babe, that's not a list of qualities in a partner. No. In a life partner. It's giving breakfast at Tiffany's. It's just. <laughs> the song. <laughs> the song. Hey, that's one thing we've got. <laughs> Mitch, drop that in. Mitch, drop that in. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, just because someone is tall and yeah. you're like, physically attracted to them, and one time you guys got stoned and had a conversation about <laughs> yes. God, that's not a that's, that's not, not a life a, partner. That's not a life partner. Baby. Like, I just think that is very much a twenties thing, though, of like being oh. like. We had a really good conversation at two 100%. o'clock in the morning one night. We're married, a hundred percent. But I also think, and now this could just be me, be be me being thirty. Yeah. But it does feel a little like misogyny of like that's what you think women are like. That's how they're looking at life partners. Yeah. Like, I don't love that. But again, um, I, you know what? Everyone was twenty-two once. Yeah, um, every, and like we said, it's very clear that the show was written by two nineteen-year-olds, two m- male nineteen-year-olds. Yeah, correct. <laughs> to me, to me, um, yeah, it's it's something, something. The we got to talk about the Facebook song. Okay, I'm going to pull up the lyrics. Um, I'm ready. Hilarious, like extremely dating the musical because they in the song they are still calling it 
the Facebook. The Facebook. This is the time of of Facebook's existence where you could only access it if you had a .edu account. And and just after, do you remember when Facebook was invite only? No. Yes, there was a time. I, I forget you're in a different generation. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't get I'm Facebook. I didn't get Facebook until like junior year of high school. Yeah, because it didn't hit the Midwest. Until then. No, all my friends had it and they were like, Connor, you gotta you get on gotta it. And I was like, it. no, and you Facebook were like, is MySpace forever. I was like, MySpace forever, <laughs> Facebook is fucking stupid. If I can right. <laughs> assault someone's ears with the song that I love at that moment when they come to my page, not for me. I if I can't tell anyone that I'm listening to Sugar We're Going Down Swinging at every second of the day, yeah. then I don't I'm not then interested. I don't want it. If I, I can't be it. ranking my friends in front of Hello? God and everyone. I don't, I don't want care. it. I saw a really funny Tumblr post, completely derailing this mm-hmm. conversation. I saw a really funny funny Tumblr post that was like, we should bring back the ranking from MySpace, mm-hmm. but instead of top eight, it should be bottom eight. <laughs> You're on thin ice. <laughs> exactly. That was the, they're like, we need to let people know they're on thin ice. And you do need to know. Very funny. My freshman year roommate, Kathy Jenkins, shout out, I love you, um, would talk about like, I think T-Mobile had like, my top five or something like okay it was basically like you could assign contacts to be like in your top five it was like a myspace top eight but yeah. for your phone plan and then like those people i think you got a special deal i think like you could like have unlimited calls mm-hmm. or unlimited text children um there was a time when you had to pay to text people sure. um it was a dark time in america and i'm glad we don't have it well of many of us were yelled at by our fathers because we were texting too much too and much. they were paying for it <laughs> Along with buying 99 cent Phantom of the Opera ringtones, we were also sending over our text plan (laughs) by my dad truly sat me down on the couch and was like, I don't understand. You get 500 texts a month and you went over it by 200. (laughs) Can you imagine only sending 500 texts in a month? I get 500 texts in two days. (laughs) Are you kidding me? The group chat's alone. The group chat alone. I'm not like literally inconceivable. I will will open it every so often. I'm like 91 messages, (laughs) and I lived it. I lived through it, and I'm still like, how? My dad was like, I cannot possibly understand what you need to say to someone that you would you would do this to me financially. We can't take a hit like this. Can't take a hit like this. (laughs) You are bankrupting this family. (laughs) Budget is not allowing. It's very much the meme of like. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> someone please help me yes, budget this. $3,000 on candles. Someone yeah. help me budget this. My family is dying. My family is starving. And that was me. It was me sending text messages <laughs> to my high school boyfriend. Just like. Hilarious. For every. And I think that's why I'm not a. That's why I'm a paragraph texter. Okay. I'm not a line texter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I got one shot to fucking get this out, baby. Okay. I, See, I it's was. It's all going in one message. Yeah. By the time I was able to text, we already had it. Unlimited. Unlimited. Wow. Because I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have a cell phone until I was in high school. Same. Yeah. And then once that happened, I was, mm-hmm. we it already, was already had like unlimited plan. Also, there probably were unlimited plans, but my dad famously, mm. yeah. we did not have unlimited data until two years ago when I and my adult brother were like, we will pay <laughs> the entire, because we're all on a family plan, right? Oh yeah, still well, same. I, I pay my monthly bill. My dad doesn't pay my cell phone bill, but my brother and I were like, we alone will take on the cost, the cost of, of unlimited data yeah. because I simply cannot get one more text from my dad on like the 23rd of the month right. going, who used all the data? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm 
just out in the city wandering from Starbucks to Starbucks Literally, for free Wi-Fi for so that I can Wi-Fi. get the fuck around the city so I can open up Google Maps <laughs> and figure out where the fuck I am. No, this is speaking of the vibe of the show and 20-something on mm-hmm, Weed, the mm-hmm. first two years that I lived in the city, mm-hmm. my dad would text me once a month, why are you going over your data plan? I'm like, <laughs> you don't understand where I live. <laughs> you go from Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi in to your Wi-Fi. car to another Wi-Fi. Right. I am out in these streets. I am in these streets. Trying to survive. I'm in the trenches trying to find out where the fuck Times Square is. Am I going north, south, east, or west? I don't know. Where's the park? I've been trying to call an Uber for hours. My data is out. Yeah, we had to. He had to raise my limit like two times. And like, and, to, and like now I'm finally in a good place. I still don't have an unlimited because AT and T sucks, and they got rid of their unlimited plan. Okay, bastards. Bastards. Joe Capitalism. Byron, when will you end phone companies? Joe I beg of you, Byron. <laughs> Joe Byron. Um, anyway, the Facebook song. The Facebook song. Okay. <laughs> I do think you do really have to put yourself in that place of yeah. before <clears throat> this was before you just picked up your phone and mindlessly scrolled. This yes. was before you closed out of the app only to open it to again. Open it again. You know, this was a different time. Like you could Absolutely. the internet was way wilder. You could mm-hmm. be on um what what are some fave sites that you can recall before there were only social media? Um Ebom's World, okay. Albino Black Sheep. We love. Um Homestar Runner. Okay. Go off. Uh, my Some of my faves were like addictinggames.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Um, Neopets, famously. Oh, Club bitch, Penguin. I live for a Neopet. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I never did Club Penguin. And again, I do think that that's of your generation. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's of not course. of my generation. Um, <laughs> also, what are some others? Oh, um, what was the one? Did you ever do the one where uh, it was sort of like a chat room and you were all playing a game and it was like one person had to draw something and everybody had to guess what it was. Oh, no, I never did that. I can't remember what it was called, but that was the first time I ever encountered the, uh, the acronym ASL. Oh, love it. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was in early chat rooms doing that, playing playing games, but it was like, okay, play checkers with a man who's going to tell you he has a 10-inch dick and you're going to get a ruler out and go, no fucking way. <laughs> That's too big. <laughs> you and your friends are going to go, Absolutely not. Oh my God. <laughs> that can't be real. Insane. <laughs> like the absolute terror of yeah. reading on the screen. I have a 10 inch dick and then you really physically oh my seeing God. 10 inches and going, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Um, I did a lot of, um, I'm thinking like late, so like college. So late, right okay, before okay. all the social media popped off and that was the only thing we had. So before mm, the mm-hmm. internet consolidated. Um, F my life. A oh, lot of that. Yeah. A lot of texts from last night. Oh, you remember I loved texts from, texts last, from night? last night? Yeah. Um, thought catalog was a big one. Don't talk to me about. Don't thought talk ca- to me about thought catalog. I wrote for them. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I kn- I knew you're a thought catalog early. I this am a whole thought time. catalog. I go. I've gone back and read some of those articles. Some of the worst dreck I've ever <laughs> written in my life. Okay, but we were obsessed. We were obsessed. I literally would spend hours. Uh-huh. Of my shifts at the rec, especially during the summer when it was like there was nobody there. Yeah. I had nothing to do. I would spend hours reading that website. Yeah. Just loved over it. and over again. Um, who was the guy? He was like the original Ryan O'Connell. <laughs> no. His name's David and he's from Australia. Um, and he drew a picture David. of a spider. Um spider as George. payment. <laughs> no, no, no. As payment um once. Anyway, like know. the original F- NFT. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Correct. He had, he had a website where he it was kind of like 
Did you ever read Letters from a Nut? That's such no. a psycho old poll. Oh my God, it was no. this guy in like the late 90s, I want to say. And okay. he would just write these like what we would consider now to be trolling. Well, of course. He would just write companies at their public. You could do that. Yeah, there yeah. used to be a time where people wrote letters. Right. Um, and someone's job was to read them and respond. I love it. Um, and he printed several editions oh of God. books where he would print the letters that yeah. he wrote and the responses he received. Um, I love that. Anyway, this David guy was yeah. sort of like the internet version of that where he would email people mm. and like email companies mm-hmm. and kind of troll them via that. I read that top to bottom. Did you ever read, did you ever do Annoying Actor Friend? Ooh, I did see a lot of those. He like he was kind of like right at the beginning of Twitter when mm-hmm. it was still like fun to ha- when mm-hmm. it was like um shit posting was only just starting. So yes. he would pretend to be an actor that you like encounter yes. at auditions and that yes. kind of thing. But he had a blog as well and he would like post like oh. funny stuff and um he always every year he would put out a drinking game for the Tonys. Oh cute. Yeah. We love. There was also a site that I did a lot that was like I can't remember. It's not like the customer is always right, but it was something like that. So it would be almost like, it's kind of like Reddit, but a different UI where it was basically just people submitting stories of like hellish Mm, client, like um, customer service interactions. Read that a lot. I have very vivid memories of sitting on my, like my dorm room floor, blow drying my hair, scrolling on my laptop, reading a website. What? Yeah. I mean, now I watch TikToks while I dry my hair. So it's not like I've Did you ever use stumble upon? Well, bitch. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not stumble upon. Oh, I just zoomed through time. <laughs> You're so welcome. I had the app on my phone. I didn't know there was an app. There was an app. That was when the internet was good. I, oh, and stumble upon said, we're going to show you the fucking. The, the fucking best. The parts of it. Absolutely incredible shit. Yeah. I, I, it was, it wasn't even on my phone. It was on my, that was when I still had an iPod. Yeah, bitch. Uh, like the iPod touch. And uh-huh. I, I had the stumble upon app. Incredible. Yeah. I was just looking weirdly through my Google passwords for something and Go it off. popped up eight tracks. Do you remember that? Oh my God. Eight tracks was like OG Spotify. Yeah. Pandora. Like you can make your own mix, like Groove Shark, the Groove Shark eight tracks. Yes. Except the I eight tracks Groove had Shark. like more. I think Atrax was like a blend of Pandora and okay. Spotify where okay. you could like put together a radio. Yeah. Like, so I like these tracks and then it would like curate other tracks oh for you. Oh wow. my God. The internet is so, the internet, used to, used to be so to, good. The internet used to be so much better than the yeah. four blue websites we it's visit every now. day. Mm-hmm. That are all missing a vowel. Yeah. It's tough. Anyway, the Facebook song is about how the internet used to be good. Used to be cool. And then Facebook happened right. and now it sucks. And it's interesting because like, even though they're talking about like, how like Facebook is just kind of starting. Mm-hmm. They're saying things that now are incredibly tired. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's so dated because yeah. honestly, I think this is a great pitch for do not include references to social media. To so- like don't reference anything right. unless you are so far removed that it's a funny reference right. because you're 10 years out. Right. Because it is fucking tired. It's hack shit. It's hack. It's not hack at the time that they're writing no, it. No, it's cutting edge in, in 2005. I literally wrote that in 2005. This was like making these comments about Facebook's mm-hmm. not real connection. This was snarky, funny, exactly. poignant. This was very cutting edge. But now like hearing it in 2022... I'm like, I want to kill myself. I can't fucking stand this shit. Um, just <laughs> for photos sexy, then I might give you a poke. 
Whoa. They haven't had pokes on Facebook since like 2010 oh, or something like that. God. It was like way back in Poking. when we were still in high school. Incredible. I remember the version of Facebook where you could put like swag. Like you could get little what? glitter gifts and like put them on a like you, a bulletin board. Are you sure you're not talking about MySpace? Because that was on MySpace. No, I guarantee you it was Facebook. Like psycho shit. I did on MySpace too. Yeah. 100%. Because I had a bunch of it that was shit. less. It was less cool on Facebook. Frankly, yeah. it was better on MySpace. It's better. Well, yeah, because it was emo. MySpace was better, but Tom knew. Tom knew. He said, "I'm gonna get my bag and he I'm gonna get I'm out. out." But now people I use it for like. I could have the power to destroy the world, and Mark Zuckerberg said yes. Yes, and I Tom will take said, it. No, and Tom said no. I'm good. And that's just, why we love Tom. I'll just make a little space for musicians, and that'll be it. I did find a lot of bands through MySpace. Yeah. Go and off. that's like mostly what it's it's because it's still around today, but it's no. like mo- oh yeah, it's mostly used Connor's actively posting as like I'm, <laughs> Connor's coding his own. I MySpace found site. my old <laughs> MySpace page, and it still has the emo background. <laughs> Readers tweet at us the link of Connor's MySpace page. Sleuth, sleuth it out. I actually did try to find it at, well, like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I I I think it's completely. I destroyed. had a blog from middle school that was like a, it was the. Website was like T blog or something. Interesting. That was like the host. It wasn't Live Journal. Wasn't Live Journal. Wasn't Zanga. Wow. Um, I had- it was it was a thing that like one person had and then introduced the rest of like my class in middle school too. And then that. we just did drama on the blogs. Hell yeah. You we were would doing like Love Simon. Tweet people. You were doing Love Simon before Love Simon 100%. existed. We would be like, it's. I had a good day except that this girl like upset me at the roller rink. And then like in math class, that girl would be like. I read your blog. <gasps> and you were like, <laughs> blog drama. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wild. I love Unhinged. it. I love teens. Like how can anything that's written on a pink back a pink background with orange font upset you? Oh my God. The your, orange your cursor font. has a star that leaves sparkles as you drag it across the page. Why are you upset with me? Why don't, <laughs> why don't we have that anymore? <laughs> what? Do we have Every, the internet is bad now. Everyone and their mother can fucking code now. And you're telling me I can't change my cursor to have a little star that sparkles as I drag it across my screen? To be the face of a little raccoon? Oh. <laughs> Talk to me about the little characters, honey. <laughs> the internet is so bad now. It's the internet unbelievable. sucks. It's so bad now. It's terrible. God. I'm exclusively going to read texts from last night for the rest of my life. It's uh, There has to be like a book of those. Or also like, like total frat move, total sorority move. Oh, I do I remember was those. tragically Greek in I would see, <laughs> in like, college. I would see those when I was on StumbleUpon. Mm-hmm. Like total frat move yeah. or something like that. Those are classics. Yeah. Classics. Now, well, the closest we have to that now is Reddit. And it's not even yeah, good. I guess that's. Not even close. Yeah. Reddit is good if you can like get into the right subreddits. Yeah. And if you. But you have now to dedicate I feel I feel you have to really dedicate a lot of time to yeah. understanding how Reddit works. Agreed. And I have I recently started using can't. Reddit and it's, it's I'm I've been broken by the big three. Oh really? I can only scroll now. I don't know how to like interact with what was I just reading an article about? Um it was like uh uh maybe something awful. Something awful. Okay. And like how that grew as a web forum and yeah. how insane it was and like how it like, broke people and it was the original like troll farm yeah, yeah. 4chan situation um but not like it was it was a community yeah. and it did have to get modded and like all mm-hmm. this shit but and i was never of, on that and a lot of um i was. do know i wasn't on it but i i read um because somebody like interviewed drill a couple of years mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. and like 
shit posters like fam- like mm-hmm. e horse like horsey books mm-hmm. and fart fart and mm-hmm. drill like they came from something from awful mm-hmm. to Twitter yeah and, like that's because it got like unusable yeah and then um they came to Twitter which is also unusable also unusable for the same reason but I'm addicted and I'll never leave <laughs> um, but yeah like talking about how that was kind of one of the first places where you had to understand the culture yeah um, I also just recently Very read early Tumblr vibes mm-hmm, read a read a breakdown of like the collapse of Shakespeare do you, do you know anything about mm-hmm. Shakespeare um, so the Melissa McEwen was the blog sort of host she mm-hmm. kind of like had a real implosion on in 2016 okay as many of us did well that year broke a lot of us um but she came up in like the late aughts, uh, like so 2005, six, seven, eight, like through the Obama election, yeah. because and there were like blog culture post 9 11 yeah. during the Bush years oh, was yeah. really wild. And like, so she started yeah, off why, as what like, we Why would... do you think Julia and Julia works as a movie? <laughs> like, why do you think she got the book deal? <laughs> It doesn't work as a movie because the parts with Amy Adams are incredibly boring. Are so bad. I just want to watch a movie about I Julia Child. I just want to watch the movie with Meryl Streep as Julia Child. Yeah, hundred percent. But anyway, it's so anyway. it's so fun to read like oral histories yeah. of what the internet used to be like because I do recall yeah. like glimpses like, of bits that. And part, bits and bobs. I, but I was absolutely <laughs> not an internet gal. Like I, I was that. loosely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a very like surface shallow way, yeah. but I was not on something awful. I was not like no. What's that fucking go- like? You've told me about pictures. You gross pictures. Like pain you've Olympics seen. and that kind of thing. Like uh, yeah, like I don't know when people saw like headings and shit like that yeah, yeah like real weird i was never in yeah like, i never n- got could never deep. have gotten to that i did tragically as a nerdy <clears throat> theater kid um i didn't identify as a theater kid in high school of in course. like school but right. i absolutely was and did find fan fiction like immediately oh i mean and was like yeah this is for me yeah <laughs> this is where <laughs> i belong fan fiction like the internet was created for fan fiction to exist yeah for people to be horny yeah, and then basically you know um okay so what did you say oh rotten.com Rotten.com. yes yes you've said that before i was like i know it's like (coughs) gross.com i couldn't remember (coughs) rotten.com like mr hands and shit like that oh yeah yeah go Mm -hmm. i was not that was not me i that's not my culture oh yeah yeah, yeah. spoons mr spoons whatever that guy is um rusty spoons salad fingers fingers, thank you that unfortunately that unfortunately is my culture oh okay Okay. my friends and i were obsessed with Mm -hmm, salad fingers mm -hmm. not for me not for me too weird and the unicorns charlie the unicorn charlie the unicorn yeah Yeah, a classic but again not for me that was one of the like original like youtube videos yeah meme youtube video situations because it was like because Salad Fingers and all the other ones were on E-Bombs World and mm-hmm. Albino Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, bitch, I did live for Albino Black Sheep. But Talk only it. very specific Tell things. It. I watched End of the World. Thousand. That is no less than 100,000 Burned times. into my brain. Burned I could brain. probably recite the whole thing from I was memory. like, this is the funniest thing that's ever existed. Literally. This is the funniest thing that's ever existed. I'm going to watch it a thousand times. It's very much. By myself in my room. In my room. You know how like we, (laughs) our friend group, we have like our YouTube like drag fantasy that we Mm -hmm. like, we have the the videos that we cycle through every time we hang out. Yeah, 100%. So that, like the Salad Fingers and then like the End of Z World were like Mm -hmm. my friend, my high school friends and I's like. Yeah, put it on. Yeah. That's just like, we're going to watch that episode. Yeah, that's like every time we hang out, we're going to watch this and then we're going to go and fuck around in the cul-de-sac or whatever. (laughs) 
I my band sophomore album, Fuck Around, fuck in, around a in a Cul-de-Sac. Because um, I did have friends who actually lived in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, of course. And we hung out at their Maybe house lived in Joliet, we know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I lived in the country, but I did have friends who right. were of the cul-de-sac life. Of course. Not me, but... Right, it's not your culture. Them. I mean, I technically have a, like... <laughs> Roundabout in my driveway. Okay, like, go it off. does technically end in sort of a cul-de-sac, <laughs> but no one lives around it. It's just, it's just us. We have completely stopped talking about this show. Well, I don't care about this I show. Know, and neither that's do why. I. I want to talk about the internet, the internet in two thousand five. <laughs> it's more interesting than whatever the fuck Pasig and Paul are doing right now. They've this show. led us to this moment, which yeah. is that we're talking about the internet yeah. when it used to be good. Correct. Um, I had so many bookmarks, like. Oh, yeah. You know, just like you bookmarked the sites you needed to read every day. Right. Like, I'm going to check in here and then I'll read this and then I'll read that and then I'll read this. Yeah. I'll catch up on my news. There you go. Perfect. I can have cheeseburger. Woof. Whoa. Woof. But real. But real. Yeah. And we have to. We can't heal from it. We can't move on unless we admit that we were doing it. It's true. And I was. I was doing and reading. I can have cheeseburger. Oh, absolutely. Early meme culture. And that's my truth. And yeah. that's my burden to bear. And I'll live with that for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Listen, none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. But we have grown mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we've moved on. We're into the light now. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any other songs besides the Facebook song? Nah, that I want to talk about. That we care about. No. Um, I've got to run, ready to be loved. I've kind of like, I've talked about all of them. I feel like, again, I feel like it's weird that a lot of the songs are breakup songs. A lot of the songs have to do with commitment. That's thing when you're in your 20s all you care about is, is finding a boyfriend. is finding a partner i mean i am still i still care about that but i'm also like at this point i'm like okay okay i think mitch and i went to dinner the other night and this girl next to us was really having a crisis yeah. and it was very clear that she was like early 20s and i know this because she was having this existential crisis to her parents uh, and that who, is such that a is... gen z thing I don't speak to my parents about my interior life. My parents? I love my parents. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I have a great relationship with them. I don't talk about, like, my... Cons- my no. Who I am as a woman to them. My parents know nothing about my this life. This bitch was eating pasta and chicken parmesan and was like... A chicken parm. I wish I could find love. <laughs> oh, my God. It was unhinged. She was just like... No, no, no. It's not even that I need a date. It's not even that I need a partner because I actually do take myself on dates and I actually can go to the museum by myself and I can ride a bike by myself. I don't need a partner, but I like want one. (laughs) And all of my friends are in long-term relationships and Nico lives with my ex-boyfriend. Oh my God. Not Nico. Not Nico. Nico, Her one friend betraying her in this way. Why would you do that? Why would you do this? Now she can't even hang out with you, Nico, because you're around her ex-boyfriend. That is so rude and it is not um, good girlfriend behavior. It's not good girlfriend behavior. I think he's a boy, but it's not good. It's not good friend behavior. It's not good friend period. behavior. And I was like, okay, you're 20. You're 24 if you're a day. Yeah. And I love oh, that for you. Yeah. And then uh, the restaurant brought her a little cupcake and she blew a little cheesecake and she, with a candle. <gasps> and we all sang her happy birthday. Oh, my God. And she blew the candle out. And I was like, wow. She was out on her uh, for her birthday. Out for her birthday with her parents discussing like and also wow. discussing like classic work-life struggle where she was just, and especially like in a post-COVID world where she Mm. was like, it's just really hard to like end the day because, and her mom was like, yeah, you work in the same place that you live. It's not healthy. You got to get out of there. And I was just like, I cannot possibly be expected to eat chicken Alfredo in this environment. In this environment. In this environment. And you should not be expected to. And Mitch was like, just ignore them. (laughs) 
sorry. She's screaming. I, I couldn't ignore her. If also, I am riveted. And I won't. And I won't because I hate her and she's my enemy and I feel so bad for her. But like one day you won't be 24. And like that's all and you that's can all say. And that's all you can say. And that's and I'm psychically I was giving her yeah. that vibe. Like one day, babe, you will be 28 and this won't matter. And it won't matter. And this is the thing is that when I was 24 and somebody mm-hmm. told me that, I was like, fuck I you. You don't them. get you. Yeah, you don't get it. But it's like. But it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. Like, and you think that you've grown and you think you've become actualized as a person. You, you have so you have so much more. At thirty, you yeah. learn that you'll never be actualized as a person. Never, never. <laughs> and you just sit with that and you let that and be part of you who let you that are. Be part of who you are. <laughs> anyway, it was incredible. Um, and that's what this musical is about. <laughs> that is what this musical is about. <laughs> this musical is about being twenty-four and yelling at your parents in an Italian restaurant. Correct. This is what Billy Joel sang of. <laughs> In Uptown Girl? <laughs> In Vienna, idiot. <laughs> oh, um... Oh, God. Okay, I don't care about I've Gotta Run. I don't care. I feel like we've we've reached the end. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else about um, early odds culture you just want to chat about? What else was there? <laughs> there was nothing. No, there was everything. There was everything. Um, Blog culture is back. Blog culture is back, and that's good. Yeah. We need to decentralize the internet. I fully agree. However, I don't believe that we should be decentralizing it in the way that um, Web3 people want to decentralize well, it, because that's psycho, like, and they're going to destroy the world. Bullshit. So. Um, so you're, you're lighting the rainforest on fire. Yeah. You don't get to say it. We're not interested. Yeah. But I'm definitely, I love. Connor, should we start our own blogs? I read them every day. Okay. Wait, listen, <laughs> I already have a Substack. I have not written anything. Okay. But I did subscribe to uh, it. But I do have, no, no, no. I, I'm talking about a different. Oh, a new one. Not the original newsletter okay. that I wrote once and then never wrote and again. And never touched again. Iconic writer behavior. Iconic writer behavior. <laughs> I've been a writer my whole life. Here's this project I'm going to commit to. I'm going to finish. It's also iconic ADHD behavior. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was famously, I had to record, when I got this job last year, yeah. I had to. This job, the, the, this the podcast. Job, this, my podcast job. Yeah. <laughs> I had to submit the last five places that I've lived oh um, for Wait, a background what? check. Psycho. Um, like five addresses. And I, as a fucking 20 something in this millennia, well, of course. I have lived a lot of places. Right. And I couldn't remember the brothel address. And so I could remember the numbers because famously of Columbus. Of course. And in my head, that made sense. Right. It's not real, but, you know. And I, like, Googled what I thought it was. It was like, da-da-da-da, 14-whatever Bushwick. And then the thing that popped up to give me the full address was literally your Substack because it had the address at the bottom. Because you have to say where you live, like on the sub, like whatever newsletter you were like using. It was like 1462 Bushwick app, whatever. Holy shit. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that was the address. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Connor. Yeah, because I started writing that when I first moved to the city. Surely I ordered something that like was delivered to my house and would have the address on it. That's frankly how I found most of the addresses. Right, of course. And now I've, very smartly put them in a Google Doc so that I can have them for future. Very smart. Um, children, if I can tell you one thing, write down every place you've ever lived because you also will be quizzed on that. Do you ever get that sometimes when you have to apply for, um, when you're online and you have to do like identity verification and they'll give you like oh, four yeah. things and they'll be like, have you ever been associated with any of these properties? Yes. And you have to remember all the places mm-hmm. you've ever lived. Yeah. Which for me right now is seven or eight. 
like yeah right i feel i've had a lot of addresses i've had one of those pop up and it was the address of the doom and i was like oh god oh yeah like <laughs> oh shit i, I was associated I, with that yes address. i did live at 411 like, hit street i could not tell you what the address of my apartment was senior year of college because i slept on the doom couch yeah i literally never received mail at my apartment off grindstone or whatever the fuck yeah it was. i don't know any other apartment um that i lived in in college i do not remember the mm-hmm. address for that but mm-hmm. i will remember the doom until the day i die until the day i die yeah because i spent so much fucking time there yeah and i lived there <laughs> and then i lived there and then i, I lived spent there. so much, I spent fucking, so much time fucking time there, there and then, and I, then, lived then there. I lived there write <laughs> it on the doom <laughs> The way that God intended. Wait, did we ever tell you our plan about, because like the doom is on a sinkhole and it is falling into the ground. Yeah, um, 100%. But the earth will swallow it back oh, and yeah, absolutely. return to nature. We want, when the day that the doom finally collapses, sure. we want to return to Columbia and like have a funeral for it. Oh, Viking funeral. Hondo oh, P. absolutely. Hondo P. Wow, I love that. I was. We were just talking about how the courtyard Mm-hmm. Staircase. None of this is interesting to our listeners. I don't care. The, there's 14 people and 10 of them went to Mizzou. That's true. Um, those courtyard staircase into the like upstairs kitchen hall between 201 and 200 yeah. was a fantasy. That was a Tumblr yes. manic pixie dream girl fantasy. A thousand percent. Like we were acting out soap operas. Yeah, a thousand upon percent. Upon those stairs. Those stairs. So many tears, mm-hmm. so many breakups, mm-hmm. so, so many cigarettes, so frankly. many cigarettes, <laughs> smoked so Somebody many cigarettes. Somebody fell down those stairs. Oh, more than once. Oh my God. Well, because they were so steep. How many people made out on those stairs? Oh, so much. That dropped a beard on those stairs. Honestly, that stairwell could have been in a Tennessee Williams play. What? And it was. And it was. We were doing <laughs> Tennessee Williams every fucking weekend. Yes, correct. On those stairs. Yes. Not literally, but physically, like emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. I miss it Do every you, day. I just, wow. And that's why we all still hang out together to yeah. this day. We're just trying, we're chasing that high. I just, like my biggest thing, and this is uh, for anyone who are our listeners who might still be in college. It really, <laughs> if you're still, if you're still in listening to this, it really is like, I miss like having all my friends across the hall. Yeah. It is very Embrace much that, it. like, love it while you still have it. Yeah. Because now we all have to trek to some <laughs> unidentified location in Manhattan. Yeah. And, and spend a hundred dollars to just hang to out see with each, each other. other. It's worth it. Yeah. It is. It always is. <laughs> Listen, a bottomless brunch will save you a dime and a dollar. Listen. <laughs> but we I'm did headed to one now. drink no. a lot and for a little yeah, then. Yeah, we did. Um. God. Enjoy your Midwestern prices while you still got it before you come to the big cities, if babes. I could have any advice for anyone. It's go to a state school. Yeah. You don't need oh, a, a BFA. You need a BA and then you can get an MFA. Yeah. You don't need a BFA. Yes. You don't try. No. Don't try for the first kidding? four years. Undergrad is for getting drunk, overdrafting your bank account. Correct. And vibing. Yeah. And crying to your parents over chicken parmesan <laughs> at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> Uh, wherever you are, redheaded woman, I, I wish you well. We're rooting for you. You were my enemy at that dinner, but <laughs> now I understand that I was wrong to have judged you because I, too, was once 24. Correct. Never so open with my parents, but no, I mean. Never, never before. Never I've often be. felt that about this generation. I see people holding their children's hands for very long into their adolescence. Interesting. Like, I just don't think you need to hold a 13-year-old's hand. Mm, Okay. Is that weird of me? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of touching. <laughs> well, we're Catholic and we don't touch each That's other. True. That's true. And I do forget that. I forget that I know everyone's Catholic. We are culturally Catholic. Yeah. 
No touching, not allowed. No touching. Uh, um, okay. This Any was an thoughts? unhinged episode. <laughs> Good, we needed that. We did after the <laughs> two-hour fuck fest of <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Please do tweet at us like any early yes. internet memories you may have. Like tell us kind of your coming of age on the internet. I want to hear it. I want to know. Yeah. Like I really am so interested to hear people's experience of, of the early internet. Um what computer games did you guys play? Like, let us know. Oh, my God. Not on the internet. Like, a software. Like, oh, you yeah. plugged in a CD-ROM to the uh, tower. I have a lot. <laughs> Gamer. 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 <laughs> I had a Tonka truck game where you could, like, build. Oh, my God. It was, like, um, Roller Coaster Tycoon, but yeah. not. Way, way, way more basic than that. Love It that. was, like, get oh, wait, this I dump truck. I remember and, seeing and that at, like, pour some dirt. Best Buy or something. <laughs> You have that, Pajama Sam? I had the Lego game. Okay. Um, I also had uh, the one that my mother hated, Diablo 2. Oh, never heard of Diablo. her. She's a, um, uh, a gothic RPG. Oh. My cousin and I were obsessed because yeah, we were match. obsessed with D&D. Of course. And in this game, you could play as like wizards and sorcerers. Oh, very and, D&D. Oh, yeah. Extremely that. So I love we that. We were literally obsessed. We played it nonstop. Wow. Yeah. Pajama Sam. Love I did it. That. Love it. I did um The Sims, obviously. I never played The Sims. Wow. Isn't that wild? I've never played The Sims. Not even the Ridge? No. Never. I've never played The Sims in my life. I don't think I've ever actually seen it being played. That was like just extremely not my friend group's thing. Wild. I had no idea. That's crazy. I know. And everyone talks about it like, yeah, The Sims. You know, when you meet your Sims family, I'm like, no. I don't get any Sims jokes. I like I get it now, yeah, like context course. wise. Like I understand what you're saying when you say Simlish, right. but it's not. It's funny to me because I it's love gibberish. The when people talk in Simlish, they're yeah, so but fucking like funny. it's nothing to me because I didn't. Yeah. I don't get the reference. Like it's not point. your culture. It's not my culture. Interesting. No, that's, that's okay. It's because so I'm old. Shocking to me. It's because I'm of a different it's generation. We were we grew up in different <laughs> generations. <laughs> Nine months apart, we're different generations. Yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. It's wild. Um. Okay, Connor. Any final thoughts on Pasek and Paul? No. Okay, great. Okay. Anything to plug? Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to manage it. No, neither I am I. I don't care. We didn't like it. We didn't, um, we didn't, don't listen to it. It doesn't matter. don't care for it. Um, no. As usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRLA12 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you can find my funny writing and funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Um, yeah, you can MSN uh, chat me. If you'd like. You used MSN. Um, I was yes, an AOL. I was an MSN girly. I was an AOL girly through all and through. All the babies were on MSN. I did not have AOL at all. Wow. Um, and you can find me genius2009 at hotmail.com. Holy shit. Is that the saddest thing you've ever heard? Wow. It feels, it feels gross to say that, but I'm glad I'm getting it off my chest because, again, we cannot heal and move on unless we admit to our crimes. I had two AOL uh, names. One, first one. Troy X Band Geek. <clears throat> Is that a reference to High School Musical? What's the Troy? I, my middle school was Troy Middle School. Oh, classic. So it was, it was like XX Troy X Band X Geek XX. And then Addicted. my second one was um, Toucan Robert. Because <laughs> when I was um, training for cross country, or when I was running cross country and I was training for nationals the first time, mm -hmm. um, I was on the team, the Toucans. Okay. And then we had our... our um, team like jackets had a little toucan on the side and we all named ours and um, my friend Natch. named mine Robert. Oh, I love. Yeah. So 
Um, okay. So yeah, genius anyway. underscore 2009 <laughs> at hotmail.com. Please do MSN chat me. Um, I am going to BRB. Oh my God. You can also find this podcast on all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. Um, you can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. We do not have any paywalled content, um, but one day we dream that we will. We will. Uh, we are wherever you can find podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. If we are not there, please let us know when we will attempt to get there you can rate and review like and subscribe if you want um if that's your thing if that's your culture mm-hmm. please do tell your friends about us if yeah. you like it um tweet about us maybe even uh we love tweets we love to tweet um sometimes we sometimes we do even promote this show on twitter not often <laughs> Occasionally. but every once in a while we remember that we're we should tell people we have an episode coming out yeah um yeah okay bye, bye. I would have been a Michigan girl. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>